Pickaxe. Welcome to the Review of Death, a Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for all the latest news and reviews of the longest-running science fiction series in the world. Each episode will update you with what's happening in the world of Doctor Who. Is that not the most beautiful Doctor Who logo you have ever seen? Then we'll review an episode from Doctor Who's 60-year history, which we promise will be filled with lots of very serious discussions. This is the definition for Chumbly. Receiving a or taking now, I was going to say, do Louis through like weird weekends with different doctors. This lady over here just got you to sign her knickers from 1986. Yeah. Does that happen often? Yeah. <laughs> not mm. as often as I'd like. <laughs> and if that's not all, we'll have guest presenters, interviews, tier lists, and more. So join us, Matt and Billy, for the review of Death from Pickaxe, a chat about the greatest show in the galaxy. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. trappy trappy beats to chill. bring us into 2021 welcome to the hatch Hat podcast episode welcome. 46 god is it yeah. well that's I'm great um today of course is david bowie's birthday um, Who are you? and so that's why we released the uh podcast today correct yeah we timed oh, it happy birthday Who are david you? happy birthday david my name's alex smith yeah um okay. not david but um, yeah, you wish it were us. I've already said <laughs> My Chris Ross Trot. Trot. And that's uh, Ross he said his name is Chris Trot, and that was Alex Smith, yeah. who is also David Bowie's um, spiritual being. He's inside you. I, I saw a video of David Bowie yeah. that's doing the rounds. I think yeah. he's been doing the rounds for a week or so of him uh, having a go at an MTV person in an interview, saying like, "Why right. are there are not enough black artists on MTV?" And he just okay. went. The kind of responses you got from MCU was like, "Well, we're not sure about. Uh, we don't want to scare. Uh, you know, certain parts of the country are not ready. Uh, and uh, we're just. Uh, you're just fucking spinning this whole. Just like, uh, uh, don't talk to me. You're not meant to ask me questions like this. <laughs> yeah, sounds very. He was just doing enough. the whole like. Okay, <laughs> I understand your opinion. I don't like it. That's <laughs> uh, yeah. funny. Jeez. So David Bowie. Happy birthday, R.I.P. Uh, he was ahead of his time. Wasn't there another video where he predicted, where he talked about the internet with, what's his yeah. face? The, the English interviewer. What, Russell Brand? No. No, no. no not Russell it Brand. It wasn't Russell Brand. Um, um, it's an old Paxman. Uh, Paxman. Yes. Paxman, yeah. And he was doing his classic, like, aren't you scared of this internet? It can't be. It's, it's a joke, right? Uh, stuff like that. And he was like, no, no, I, I think it's going to be incredible. Both incredible in, in a good way, it brings us all together, but also potentially very dangerous as well. Uh, so we just got to be careful. Yeah. Uh, and he was just like fucking nail on the head, predicting like <clears throat> the internet and how it's going to bring everyone together, but also for good and for bad. <laughs> so David I hope that there yeah. were a lot of people who thought the same at the time. Mm. that just connecting everyone immediately wouldn't cause mm. some issues down the line. Well, we didn't think about it because we were kids at the time. We are kind of just like, oh, look, I get to play games with my friends online. Whereas I guess you don't consider... Then you like, see what it can cause. 
To no, be fair, no, no. I think I think our parents did say at the time they were like, you know, don't spend all your time on games, don't spend all your time on on the internet. You're gonna get, you know, uh, abducted by a pervert or, you know, a lot of the other early. Uh, signs were they concerned? Of, were your parents concerned about that? I don't even think my parents well, they should have been. It was more of a case of just like, should I don't spend too much time. <laughs> gaming and all this other stuff and yeah it was, was just trying to get me into Habbo hotel so i could get proper groomed um that was the good shit that seriously they, there, was, there were you know adults in our lives when we were young saying things like that the problem is they completely like miss um construed like the actual impact of it and then yeah. of course their impact on it once they started using it as well has become you know felt right like Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yesterday I spent about an hour trying to help my nan who wants a new iPad, um, trying to explain mm-hmm. just concepts that are like naturally just part of our culture now in terms of um, verification, identification, you know, like all the logins and things like that, and resetting passwords and everything. It's a lot. Did you make it do a two-step? You, re- well, you yeah. Well, this is a thing. Like, because my steps? my nan was like, she's got an, a ten-year-old iPad, and she's like, I just want to do a couple of things on it. I want to do my banking on it, and I want to do my like, I want to watch TV shows in bed. And I'm like, yeah, nice. Yeah. That that'd be fine. But then I was like, she's like, so will I just be able to access my bank again on the new iPad? And I'm like, well, I mean. And then I was, and then immediately I'm like, do you have two-step verification? Do you have a dongle or anything? She's like, no, no. I've just got it all written down here. And I'm just like. The, the, it really highlights, like, I think a lot of this two-step verification and stuff like that and fraud and things, all these protections are there to kind of protect people like her. But the thing is, they, they, they don't quite understand the concept of, like, using it and what it actually does yeah. and what it actually is. And so, like, you know, all these steps and these passwords and everything she just writes it all down in a book so like it's just like it kind of just is undone i mean like obviously well, someone would need to break in and steal the yeah. book i suppose um which is very unlikely but the, but it just sort of shows this almost futility of like um all these steps of security and all these steps of like complex elements of like oh which email address is associated with your apple id nan and all this sort of stuff and it's just like you realize there's this whole world of like tacit understanding that you think people have yeah. um and then you start talking to someone who hasn't grown up in that world or hasn't you yeah. know, grown up with that technology and we're it's, lucky it's just like because fuck. we grew with that complexity it started off simple yeah. and then they slowly introduced new security measures and we managed to keep on top of it i assume because you know when myspace was around you didn't have two-step mm-hmm. verification you just had an email and a password mm-hmm. and you kept that password for everything because there wasn't a big scare of like passwords being compromised and stuff on a mass yeah. scale at least uh, and then this, these things started happening. Measures were taken. We got on top of it because we're on the internet all the time. Um, whereas, mm-hmm. yeah, to anyone that hasn't been on the internet or using technology, they're coming in at the deep end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really hardcore. Exactly. But they're they like aware so of the dangerous stuff. They just they don't have yeah. in their sphere. Yeah, being aware of the dangers at all, or just feeling invincible because you're like, well, it's just a just a part. One password will do. That'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you never know like what's what's mm-hmm. capable of, of people and then just you're scrabbling to change in some way that password that you used for all the other <laughs> services yeah like oh my bank oh no uh yeah. only fans uh, <laughs> shit all those good ones uh same password all the good ones Big Trot 69. And then they're like, they're, they worry about it. They're like, oh, yeah, I don't want to share my password with you or something like that. They get like this sort of psychosis where they're like, something's going to happen, bad is going to happen if you're using this technology. But mm. then I asked her to send me the front of a credit debit card. And she, um, 
because uh, I was like, right, I need, I need to place this order for her. So I need your debit card, Nan. Um, the quickest, I think the quickest and easiest way to do this would just be for you to send me a photo of your card, right? And then I'll just delete the photo. Um, oh, that took about I'd like to think minutes. she hung Eventually. up there immediately and said you were a scammer. She said, are you a scammer? You're not oh, my- your grandson. You sound, they're getting very smart. And I mean, eventually with deep fakes, they probably will. Um, but like, uh, not she ended Channel up sending me a photo of the it. thing that I'd sent her back. And then she sent me a photo of her lap. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to call you and just read out your card number on the phone. So we just, I just wrote it down. And then I burnt the piece of paper I wrote it on, you know? I mean, that's wow. secure. You can't, you yeah, can't get more secure. secure than that, right? Literally no, burn yeah. after reading. Um, so yeah i've got three but it did make me inspired to design an ipad that is just uh uh you know for old people who's this is this the queen which is um so uh, this is after christmas of course um i didn't see this on tv i'm actually watching this yeah channel four decided to air um an alternative queen's speech which was basically where she was deep faked um and a very Mm -hmm. kind of i feel like you can find a decent impressionist for the queen now Surely, but I didn't sound like the Queen. No, um, it was, but maybe it, maybe it wasn't supposed to. Maybe it was supposed to be tongue in cheek, and that's the whole point. Um, I mean, it's but, okay, but yeah, I, I looks, don't know if I've seen right, too many deep fakes. Um, this isn't a very good deep for, fake. Well, I no. it looks yeah, too. This is kind of a deep fake. Deep porn, fake. <laughs> What's that? I said you lo- you watch a lot of deep fake porn, don't you? So you can yeah, tell, yeah. I mean, and I've seen some insane ones. Put my favorite celebrities on a a porn. Uh, body, and uh, this oh, doesn't you didn't put live up to and family that. on them. That's what I tried no, to do. because the computing it takes a long time. time takes too long to get all the cousins and aunties and uncles. It's insane yeah, 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 yeah. to get them in that whole orgy. But this doesn't course, really yeah. match up to that. Um, there's just something a bit wrong about it, um, especially when like they, they start. Done a s- yeah, I'll skip through a little bit. Cause I, she- a part of me feels like it wasn't supposed to be po- polished. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because I think it's kind I of guess. like saying that it's rough around the edges. And yeah, you can tell, but it still looks pretty presentable to, I don't know, most people. I guess you could be. I mean, if, if, that sta- sound if that was standard it. definition, you probably wouldn't notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, but like, it's also old, the like, blur my eyes. It's the mannerisms with which they've done this. They've clearly told the actor to like, don't move too much because we don't really <laughs> know how bad the deep fake's going to be, etc. So don't put anything yeah. in front of your face. Just hold it like that. And I think all those tiny mannerisms of like being really stilted kind of break the illusion a little bit if it was a little bit more organic i know she doesn't I thought move the cream was like too this, animated. this like, bit oh her face just shifts her face wrong slightly to the right up um, just doesn't look right at all it doesn't look right yeah it doesn't track correctly and then now she starts dancing and stuff and it's yeah people complained just, about this so like there were several complaints to um channel four of course they were like, oh this is you know sacrilegious is against what the what the queen's speech is all about but like it's clearly a fucking joke like people need yeah to get it was only a few hundred like, people in in like the millions that watched it i think i, w- I mean yeah. it might have changed since yeah. but when i originally saw the article about this it was about 200 complaints yeah um but yeah, yeah like you say exactly it's, cares, it's i think everyone appreciates this isn't real <laughs> it's just um yeah, when they, even it's... when they get like 10 complaints they consider that a lot for some reason i guess that each complaint counts as x amount mm-hmm. of people in their mind so yeah mm-hmm. but for something so tongue-in-cheek and she didn't exactly say anything horrific nah it's just like <laughs> well yeah. she mentioned like prince andrew right but as it wasn't even that big a deal they just mentioned mm. that oh he's he's not going to be in in the um 
estate <laughs> for <Yeah>. Christmas, <laughs> etc. Yeah, wow. something like that. Um, but yeah, deep fakes. Also, I was thinking I was gonna while you were talking about the uh, detachment from technology and the technophobe. Yeah. Do you think you're going to get to a point uh, in time where the technology has run away from you and the generation below are having to explain to you uh, how this works? Do you think you're? I think software will. I'm not sh necessarily yeah. sure hardware will, um, because I think that if you look at hardware, like hardware does a couple of 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 the same things, you know, like be it like a piece of camera technology where you kind of understand that, like at the very least, m most cameras work on still work on the concepts of exposure and things like that, right? Like as in that's been the same now for like probably a hundred years, or whatever. Um, I actually don't know when the first camera was invented, which is why. But, you know, I, I think that, like, hardware for us kind of will still be able to work it out. It's quite a human thing. I think mm. certain softwares have been developed, like, for example, TikTok, Snapchat, things like that, that I already don't understand and already don't want to use because I feel it it, it isn't for me, you know? Like, as in, like, like I, I understand why younger people enjoy it. But I also feel like I think I guess older people have felt when I've talked about things or whenever I've done things growing up where they're like, I'm not necessarily sure this is a good thing for us. You know, like, like you know, when people, your parents, when you were growing up, probably like, stop playing those bloody games, you know, like stop playing those computer games, stop playing that. You're starting to um, see, don't everyone yeah. stop using Snapchat and TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's like, what the fuck are you people doing on this thing? And like. And that's kind of, and I kind of get that that's kind of, you know, curmudgeon-y and, and, and a bit bigoted because, like, ultimately I find it weird that people go and do dances, like 30-second dances, and put it on the internet for other people to watch. I, I don't understand why that's weird. There's not really anything wrong with dancing. It's, like, one of the oldest expressions of, like, happiness in <coughs> the world. Um, but I don't like it. <laughs> that's my... That's thing what is, I think the thing about is, it. TikTok isn't limited to just that. And that's, I guess no, that's the part yeah. you don't that's understand. That's what I was going to say. You yeah. can search yeah, exactly. I know, cars and you can, get, you can get loads of specific, very detailed you know, information about a car It's just another platform. Like. That's um, all it is. It's, just another, yeah, the, it's, it's almost a very good search engine as well. Um, the algorithm yeah. on it shows you more of what you want. I was literally so looking at literally my so car. How long... Does, do videos have a set duration? Like, what I don't understand is why yeah, I think people use this over, like, other video platforms, essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's, like, it's, it's, it's not very long, but it's obviously longer than a Vine. It's, like, 90 seconds or something like that. Um, right. But, yeah, I, like, it's, I, I, can see it being, I can see it being used as a news source, like a on-the-fly mm. on news source, yeah. like kind of Twitter is used now. Um, and, yeah, it's not just limited to the dancing. The dancing stuff, kind of, yeah, that's, that's front and centre. But mm. as a platform, I can see it being yeah as 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 popular as Twitter is to get your news from and whatever. Um, yeah. So I found yeah with 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 current events, uh, BBC won't show you everything that is happening there and then. So you go on Twitter and you go delving mm. to see what's actually going on. Uh, maybe Reddit as well. But yeah, I definitely think TikTok is um, a platform that's good for, good for some things as well. So I wouldn't write it off entirely. But yeah, I no, appreciate well, that you again, want to delve like, into it because that is the first impression you get is just it's a bunch of kids mm -hmm. dancing around fucking yeah. about. I think and if you're not interested in that, then why would you look at it? It's the classic. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's interesting to hear there's other media on there. You don't need to engage with it. Um, and I think if you were to skim the surface of what TikTok is, all you're ever going to see is news about it. And usually news about it is negative 
or like something mm. ha- bad has happened, like China, <laughs> TikTok, uh, pedophile ring, <laughs> TikTok. But that's the news you also get for other platforms that you may not be in touch with, like YouTube. Like they've had their scandals, Twitch has had their scandals. That's all you ever mm-hmm. see about these platforms. It's just, I think it's the the approach to it and the appeal of TikTok maybe is the immediacy of it like Snapchat was mm-hmm. it's the fact that you just load up an app the more you use it the more the al- algorithm shows you the stuff you want to see you get stuck in a feed of stuff that you like essentially um, you follow people yeah. and then you get more of that stuff and it's like your YouTube algorithm feed is like it should be recommending stuff to you that is engaging obviously they want to keep you on the app as long as possible so they'll throw loads of stuff and the fact that it's like short videos it's very low bar entry to just like, I want a dose of dopamine. I'm going to load that up and get some funnies out of it. Speaking yeah. of dopamine, and, and again, I don't I don't feel like this is necessarily a hot take. I'm sorry if you want hot takes on Hatch App. This isn't necessarily a hot take. But I do worry at how much we are being conditioned to enjoy short bursts of like, you know things you know like so short form content especially like looking at like 90 seconds videos and that sort of stuff and like um i read in chat somebody was saying about how it's a little bit like vine and i remember obviously vine was if you don't remember what vine was it's essentially a very short form um video Mm. platform six seconds did you say i couldn't actually remember exactly six yeah it was a lot of like essentially comedians um like grew on that platform from doing super short form comedy so like you know like Hey, what do you call a thing like this? Bam, like that, like you know that that yeah. was kind of like a, a, a format. And so one thing I always thought about that, and I, I think that people did great out of it. And uh, but as a YouTuber at the time, I was like, man, these people are putting out so much stuff. Are they making any money from like they're, they're putting out so much like yeah. video content? They're thinking about it. They're writing it. Um, are they actually? Is this a good platform for people to make money from being an entertainer? You know, like like and and I think that like the shorter form you go, it becomes like eating a bag of crisps. You know, like as in you have one, it's like mm, done, 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 done. And I think that that mm-hmm. does risk cheapening both the experience of consuming media but also the effort and work that goes into it it becomes a bit like um americans like day, daytime television or like you know shows that have like massive breaks in them or like a break every five minutes you i, mm. I just think that it starts to ruin media a little bit and, and, and basically what i'm saying is what i originally tried to start saying was like this idea of I do think we're getting very like dopamine loopy kind of uh we're very 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 conditioned now by like most apps most things to be like a short sharp burst of of, of stimulation and, and that yeah. over and over and over uh, and over again. and over again not just and i TikTok, think that's kind of damaging almost... our mental health a bit <laughs> like it's i feel every... like you know i feel like i can't focus on things for long periods of time you know very well and it's just yeah, like it's definitely changed I'm my i'm not blaming the world necessarily for that but i do definitely feel that you know yeah like... i think you're right i think almost every single app i use on a daily basis is short sharp dopamine burst reddit is like a summary list of everything sometimes mm. don't even click the original article which is dangerous because you're just reading top line titles and then the top comment which is like the thing that everyone upvoted the most probably because they didn't read through the rest of the comments they just saw the top one and added to their mm. upvote you know it's yeah. um is an interesting situation to be in where all you're ever really getting is a summary of everything mm-hmm. in short yeah. form um what particularly I, what with I news like about that though as in like you, if you're given a limit you have to be creative you have to be good yeah. with that time 
And so Vine although, yeah, I know obviously the, the flip side of, yeah, literally dopamine bursts and stuff, it, yeah. it's a platform yeah, where someone has to, to now yeah. find a creative way to make this interesting rather than like, because mm -hmm. I, I, I remember watching it at the time thinking, how can I make six seconds interesting or good? Like, you know, we're used to making, you know, uh, 20 minute videos or, or 15 minute videos or whatever. Like, these are literally snippets and, and, and snaps of moments, really, essentially. And if you can make that really interesting, people come back to your page, then I think that's worth a lot in, term, in terms of a creation point of view, not necessarily a uh, mm. existential dopamine fix everywhere kind of view. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I can appreciate the platform for what it is, basically. Um, no, I'm I think, totally, I think there, there I think are upsides to a thing. limitation in format. Like, look it's at black and white versus color and stuff fine. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, there, there are, and also most of these viners are now successful YouTubers. Well, the, the big yeah, ones. yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd be interested to see the conversion because, like, I some think of it them um, got really popular. Yeah, from a consumer's perspective, it's dangerous, right? I think Ross is thinking from uh, the creator's perspective of like mm -hmm. when you have a limit that kind of gives you creativity. Same with like budget limits or with like a set limit. Um, like you've only got this amount of time on stage. There's five stand-up comedians. You've got your slot. Make the most of it. Ca in capture the audience at that moment. But from a consumer perspective, it is yeah a little dangerous where you just all you ever get is that snapshot of of things. But mm -hmm. from a creator's perspective, I think in terms of like can TikTokers and Viners and stuff like that make a career out of this uh, of just constantly throwing stuff out. I think you just again it's the same. Um, it's not just TV and movies anymore. There's not just two platforms with which to mm. become a an artist. It's also, it, you have to be platform agnostic nowadays or encompass all of them in some form. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be able to transfer and adapt to these things. And I think those that benefit from being platform agnostic and being able to, yeah, just <clears throat> dig into TikTok, do some TikTok, will benefit because they'll gain some popularity on that, be able to transfer that to their preferred platform, which is maybe more long form on YouTube. Um, we've done yeah. it, tried it and failed it many times. <laughs> it's like well, Instagram's we, really like kicking off, we should, we should do that. Which is the one that we saw in a vlog recently, like our first and only post, was that Snapchat? Snapchat. Or was that? That, was Snapchat. that was Snapchat, yeah. That was right, back okay. in We're just not very good at like giving it like, more than just a couple of goes because <laughs> it's really hard yeah you do have to actually yeah you have to take a lot of time you have to dedicate yourself to the platform and if you're focused you have to like the platform is, as well you know with twitch and youtube we'd have to yeah. very much dedicate ourselves to being social media people as well which i don't think we necessarily are like yeah it's just which not i like, think it's to, it's it's easier to do it again this sounds like a cop-out but like it's easier to do it when you're like a solo creator or whatever because you're not constantly yeah. thinking about like right what thing can i do that involves everybody you know rather yeah. than like because like yeah. when you when you tweet or make create content with like one voice that's the only voice and thoughts you need to worry you about to worry like about. when you make a yeah. statement mm -hmm. or like make a an opinion or something then mm. you know you're happy you're completely happy with that because it's like i know myself but when you're working with other people and you need to think about more than just like i'm gonna tweet about how fucked england is right now which is basically what my twitter is um you know you you you, you it's just a little bit more complicated when you have to come uh, have more yeah people. i know what you mean um, like social like i think social media people who are d like really dedicated to their instagrams and you know tw tiktoks and stuff yeah they'll, they'll literally have like a persona for it and if you wanted to literally yeah. just be like well this is a hat film scene where we do crazy shit or whatever but i want to talk about you know politics which most of the audience will find yeah. You know, jarring or you know dividing mm -hmm. or boring whichever 
Um, yeah, I can see what you mean. It's just not appropriate. And why would that's yeah. why Twitter yeah. is good for us? It's cause... hard to read what what our audience would want from from that kind of feed. Yeah, but it's a it's a difference between like you know um, Lewis's personal Twitter and the Oxcast Twitter. You know, yeah. it's same yeah. same deal. They have the same problem, I think. In the the same with like Rooster Teeth and people like that. You know, like when you have a brand that's like multiple things beneath it. It does make it more tricky, I think. Um, and usually, those yeah. brands have a manager or a, a social media person that mm -hmm. is good at it and does it well, and that represents the brand. Like Daff, for yeah. example, uh, yeah. has somehow become the social media guy, and he is quite mm -hmm. funny and finds clips of things, and it's his job yeah. to make Yogscast Twitter representative of everybody, but also kind of like engaging and funny and not just businessy. Um, mm -hmm. I yeah. think. That's Anti Donna. You guys know Anti Donna. Um, mm -hmm. It's not just those three, uh, which I didn't know. I watched some behind the scenes of those guys. They have like a team mm. of people nice. uh, that help uh, do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. So I'm sure it's not those three that are doing their mm -hmm. social medias on a variety <laughs> of platforms, and they're really successful because they again push um, really hard into lots of different media. They're platform agnostic, yeah. and they've done like local Australian shows. Uh, they've done a lot of tours. Uh, on stage live performance and um, I imagine built mm. up a network that way as well um, somehow managed to get their way uh, onto Netflix so pretty inspirational but also they have people <laughs> that we don't mm -hmm. have as Hat Films we have Craigle Craigle Cop who yep. we uh, you know really utilise we burnt both his candles uh, both ends and uh, he does a lot of work for us but I wouldn't consider him uh, I wouldn't task him a with friend. the job of social oh. media uh, yeah, yeah. on top of everything else that he does so um and we we each have our own things to do and i don't think like you say i don't want to then post something representing hat films without first checking with you guys first there's just a whole load of like steps to an organic post <laughs> you can't just yeah. do an organic hat films post so it's like well i'll, I'll just put this on trotamus then if i'm a stupid picture of my yeah. dog it's not really a hat films thing yeah, uh, like mm -hmm, murphy maybe. You could do it on yeah. on hat films, I guess, but like, well, it's the people that I follow me. Like yeah, it's just out of context. Well, it if also just, just like it confuses the shit out of people a lot of the time. I think because like, if we did do that, like, say I posted a photo of a lizard and you post a photo yeah. of a dog, well, both of you post a photo of your dogs, like, yeah. I think they'd be like, "Is this a nature Twitter? Like, what is this? Like, is this yeah, an animal yeah. pets like yeah. thing? Like, it is like, but equally, I think we're all imagining kind of like the kind of creator that's just like." Hey guys, I've just been doing this thing today and uh, it's been yeah, really great. Yeah. You know, like as in a bit like uh, the episode of Always Sunny where uh, D is uh, trying to become a creator. Yeah. You know, like every time yeah, the camera's yeah. on them, they're like having a mess. They have something to say and they have yeah. like something they're trying to do and their journey. And like, I think a lot of times with us, it's just be like, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh <laughs> I've been sitting on my ass uh, watching fucking yeah. Antiques Roadshow. What have you been up to? Like, to be fair, I mean, fair daytime play to those TV people. review. That could be a yeah. funny segment of all, all of us watching <laughs> yeah, a different like, daytime show. Someone just sold geez. a plant pot for 30 quid. Impressive. Jeez, maybe we, sh we should sell More plant updates pots. More updates soon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, man. But, like, yeah, ultimately, like, real it, deal it, it's impressive on. what people can come up with, especially, like, currently in terms of, like, just being locked in their houses and stuff. If they're able to come up with they're fucking not, interesting uh, stuff, but it's not oh. interesting. It's just then them going, you A lot know, of people aren't like, locked oh, in their for, fucking houses. That's the thing. Yeah. Lot, I like, think a couple of true. people I follow on Instagram are like, I'm going skiing this weekend when they live like eight states over from oh, a skiable state. That, and yeah. like and and it's just like 
that oh. boils my but piss I, I, seeing I think that stuff. Currently. We don't realize, but then again, equally, our country is more locked down now than a lot of other countries. So, like, okay, um, America is a but bit. But people traveling from this country to other countries that annoys me. You'll have, some, yeah. and, and they'll they'll probably probably just say, "Well, I'm I'm an influencer, so it's my job to go to other countries. Well, it's your job to be an irresponsible cunt, basically." And I find it so <laughs> fucking frustrating to see. Why would you broadcast it as well? You'd be like, "Now here's all these nice pictures of me on holiday, having a great time." Well, you're stuck inside because that's the law. And I've just gone I'm on a fucking trip and now showing you. Personally, not is that? seen that. How often have you yeah, seen I've that? Yeah, seen, I've seen it a few times on Instagram. Right. Also, where it's just like people on holidays and stuff. It's like, why, what? I, I, I would why say, are you on yeah, holiday? I know, I know what you mean. It's irritating when people are f- f- flaunting laws and things like that. I think um, one thing I would say is some people actually do have the capability and wealth, though, to completely make their existence like safe like let's say for example they got a test from somewhere because they probably have access yeah. to something right let's say they got a test they know that they're not infectious that maybe they know their household's not infectious and then they go down to their boat their own boat that they then yeah. drive off somewhere and because i know um uh, whoever the oh, fuck me the guy from dread um the new zealand carl urban. Guy, carl urban carl urban mm-hmm. was he was on a fish he like for ages he was tweeting about like going fishing and going to his friend's island and all that sort of stuff and that was because they were capable of doing it because of the wealth they had you know it's like oh my mate owns private a land house to on private an land island. yeah 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 like so mm. i know what you're saying ross it is irritating but at the same time it's like well the problem is if you if you have the money and the capability you can live outside this problem um and that sucks yeah, you can like, but do you say, have to be a dickhead and show everyone while they're going through hardship yeah, it seems, seems really yeah, I mean, out of like fucking touch and just yeah kind of disrespectful it's just like thou- yeah. millions of people are locked down and you're just going yeah. having a great time on my private island it's like well you're a fucking cunt and i hope you trip <laughs> over and hurt yourself because that's fucked up <laughs> I, I find that just yourself. so annoying and just like why do you want to be that person who wants to be that dickhead but you know, people yeah. like Katie Hopkins, Hopkins exist, so people want to be. Oh, like there's that, worse so. than her now. There's all sorts of fucking know, people. Yeah, there's, there's like a whole movement in the UK right now of like talk show radio hosts getting traction for being American yeah, style oh, yeah. assholes. Yeah. Um, yeah anyway, I think yeah, it's no, perspective, it's right? There's there's probably a lot of people yeah. that like, oh, it's nice to live vicariously through you and doing these things whilst I'm in lockdown. I, I'm mm-hmm. sure the majority are pissed off. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, yeah. but. Um, I guess that's maybe what they think is like, well, uh, at least I have good time and I can share that with my audience. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I think it's more of a case of they say, well, this is work and therefore I can work because work is allowed. But if your work involves you going to fucking Abu Dhabi for mm -hmm. two weeks because, you know, some fucker paid for it in Abu Dhabi. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? I don't know, but... I guess it is. If work. it's a private jet well, it, to a yeah, private it really airport, the there's no of, other people. The schools of thought. The schools of yeah. thought. I mean, it is. It, it's fucking complicated. And and the, the the schools of thought around it are: if a person can justify, like just like real law, just like account creative accounting, just like all the things that are wrong in the world. Um, yeah. If you can do it legally speaking. Why yeah. shouldn't you be able to do it? Uh, yes, there is this moral of course, quandary yeah. of like you look like a dick, and and also um, ultimately what we're all trying to do by adhering to the rules is like stopping global suffering, right? Like that is essentially the moral. I think the moralistic point of view is like by 
going that extra step to not expose other people and yeah like you say locking yourself down as much as you can even if the rules say you can do something maybe don't do it right now you know that kind of thing that yeah. is one mm -hmm. school of thought of like i want this yeah. fucking lockdown i want this disease to end so that i can get out the other school of thought yeah. is well you know we don't know when the, the lockdown's going to end and this is just i don't believe this personally but i know you know there are people that think like this we don't know when it's going to yeah. end we don't know when we're going to get vaccination we don't know a lot of things but the law i've read the the rules and the law says i can do this thing i want to do so i'm going to do it you know it's 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 individualistic yeah. it's and and obviously that's kind of i think a big problem in the world is it, the individualism we've all been encouraged to express through the need um to buy things and to to work and to feel purpose and all this other stuff to to succeed to gain wealth like this is all mm -hmm. individualistic thinking which is you know us as the western world is kind of focused on for, for a long long time um and it's one way of doing things and you know again i'm not necessarily saying it's wrong but like the collective globalist way of thinking is to right yeah let's all just do everything we can to minimize the spread of this virus so everybody as a whole can come out of this together and i think the thing mm -hmm. that probably irks you ross is yeah you see these people not acting in that way and acting yeah you know yeah. even when they're adhering to the rules it's like you're almost you dislike them anyway because they're like yeah well okay you've done it legally speaking but fuck you you, you yeah. know that like these rules well, aren't foolproof the fact and they don't the title work. of their job is influencer so they're yeah. influencing people to break the rules or influencing people to be reckless influence them to mm -hmm. travel abroad mm -hmm. use a plane mm -hmm. like all of this stuff is yeah. which we've been told yeah don't do that if you don't have to don't do that if you don't need to because we're trying to get yeah. out of fucking lockdown and these yeah, people are just exactly. encouraging it yeah and there are people in there and mm -hmm. all these comments just saying oh great you look amazing this is incredible just don't give a fuck and that, that just frustrates me i think it's just because i'm mm -hmm. i'm doing the, mm -hmm. the thing that we're supposed to be doing is you voted for a different government as well <laughs> oh, sure. and, and yeah. like that, that this is another thing this is why it's becoming a left and right issue as well or you know i think it is anyway is it's like man i'm desperately trying to follow the fucking rules that the government i didn't vote for and who isn't doing a good job are telling us to do and it gets so frustrating because you're like oh man like i i, I am going to follow these fucking rules but i don't believe that you guys actually you know have have my best interests at heart or don't you know don't give a fuck and that's what's even more mm. frustrating but then again yeah I, I, I like trust says i don't necessarily everyone understands the fucking challenges we're facing at the moment and um yeah ultimately like you've just got to keep going you've just got to keep you know keep on trucking yeah. on because you know eventually hopefully you can, you all the fucking smart people will sort this out yeah but the same stoic. Rest, you can hardly blame people for breaking the rules because it's like you know, when mm -hmm. leaders break the rules, you're like, well, no, clearly they don't give a fuck. Or when you see the mm -hmm. fact that, like, oh, well, Tracy down the road uh, did this, that, X, and other, whatever, you just mm -hmm. suddenly feel empowered to do the same because somebody else has yeah, done it. Yeah. So, yeah, totally. it annoys when you see that on totally. a platform where they should be holding mm -hmm. some kind of responsibility, but they're just not and that just this is going to teach everyone but, a lot about human yeah. behavior that's kind of the good thing about all of this yeah, and, and, well, and like if we learn from it it'll be good yeah it puts well yeah i mean i think scientists and social modelers and people like that who are looking at like you know how to deal with the next big problems and and how to address that are getting really good information out of all of this and understanding like oh yeah shit British people can't follow the rules. Um, you know, like what, we need to attest this differently. Yeah. We cannot expect the um, public to self-regulate because they won't. Um, you can see so how you can see. lockdown has forced people to think so externally and be influenced by externals mm. and it affects you mm -hmm. even though you're isolated and cannot see or even interact that much with people outside. 
it's affecting us more than ever, like what other people's yeah. actions are doing. So I noticed that about myself uh, a couple months ago of like reaching that point of like, I'm just literally hating everybody that isn't doing mm -hmm. the rules or doing mm -hmm. something even quite right. To, to, down to like the individual things, not even just about lockdown, where I was just frustrated yeah. on, a, on a base level. And I had to do something about it. I think like you have to regain some form of control. So I've tried to go out and read some shit about like how do I improve, you know, myself, my, my mental faculties to be able to cope with this sort of thing. And I've leaned mm -hmm. into stoicism a little bit uh just reading right. about that and that's actually helped me quite a bit not it's not like a religion or anything it's just a practice of like a considered life where it's like all you have to really just think about everything that you're doing right now is i'm constantly repeating in my mind uh someone's done this awful thing like they they turned into my lane while i'm driving and i'm like fuck you you're an asshole how dare you turn into my lane i hope something bad happens to you down the road uh, and mm -hmm. you get your comeuppance and then you're replaying that over and over in your mind it becomes a feedback loop of, of like uh, just anger and you're constantly angry mm -hmm. and stoicism is all about just trying to be happy and trying to let go of these things and ultimately all it is is reminding yourself that all you really have control of is none of that shit you couldn't control the fact that, that guy was going to swerve into it you don't know what their story was like they they mm -hmm. might not have seen you and they're probably really apologetic if you were to confront that um yeah or they might have just you know i don't know who knows who cares like but ultimately later on you you tuned into a feed and that guy was filming himself at the wheel just going hey i'm having a great time just swerving in front of people <laughs> you suddenly feel a little Could bit be different like that. surely right <laughs> you know that's yeah. that's my example with the instagram stuff you're seeing it happen and that's yeah. why that's causing but, it. I know, yeah but i know what you're even then like at, though what i'm trying to get at is if you found out that yes they were also driving recklessly and they were filming themselves doing that yeah that action that sphere of influence is out of your control you can't do anything about yeah. it other than choose to be angry at yourself and project and create a story about why they're an asshole and how they've mm -hmm. deeply affected me or you can choose to not and just let that go yeah. and be a bit happier and like that takes mm -hmm. a lot of work it takes it does, a lot of work yeah. to just like stop that narrative from being crafted in your head taking over your whole like system for a while mm -hmm. being furious at the world where you can't you don't have an outlet um you just have actions and thoughts that's the only thing you really can do is your own actions and your own thoughts if you can just choose to not think about it anymore then you're going to be a, mm. a happier person and it's just about choosing which you want to engage with on the outside world that you feel like you I have a level that, of control over yeah. or gives I you think happiness that, that that is a a really interesting and evolving concept i think uh, in the behavior and the way you think can be fundamentally changed by practicing certain methods and certain ways of thinking and um like i think sometimes when people get pissed off or angry it is empowering in a certain way right when you're like when you feel like i don't know about you but like sometimes when i'm really pissed off it almost like yeah it makes you feel stronger more energized and like that kind of thing but ultimately eventually like the come down and the hangover from that rage and that anger there's a guilt is, right? is, is 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 yeah it's a negative feeling it's not a good thing and i think like you say if you 
I mean, expanding this further about things like, you know, mindful meditation and self, like self um, awareness and things like that, like all of these things, if you practice them and, you know, it uh, sounds there, a little there are physiological zen-y. changes that can change. So yeah. within eight weeks of practicing effective meditation, phys- physical <coughs> or physiological or chemical changes can be measured within the brain, right? So there, you have an impact on your body, just like going to the gym to lift weights to get bigger. You can have an impact on your mind and, and the way way you process your world and and that is really interesting and it's a, um, it's a trained skill it really is and, and, and it's something we all need to learn because i think that technology is causing us to become less capable of processing our world because and more reactive whilst, whilst our information like highways are getting faster and faster we're not becoming any more capable of dealing with it so i think that yeah like yeah. training your the way you think and and that sort of thing is, is going to be a more and more important skill yeah i agreed. think it's much easier to, with that with to do something like that when it doesn't affect you like technically yeah you know someone going on holiday whatever doesn't affect me directly but in a way it mm-hmm. does because of this kind of right now we're all in the same boat right so when you see someone do do something reckless or you know people are crowding together whatever you're like well that mm-hmm. affects me now normally yeah if somebody's just kind of being a dick up the road uh, maybe if they didn't cut me off directly or whatever but like that might not affect me and maybe mm-hmm. it would but you know what i mean as in like when you see someone do this stuff you're thinking fuck that's i'm gonna get affected by this and that's Mm -hmm. why i'm annoyed whereas Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so hard to get rid of as in to to just go yeah it doesn't affect me it's fine whereas anything anyone does now will be judged and is being judged because Mm -hmm. we're all in the same fucking boat if you keep rocking it that dickhead's just rocking it you're like mate fuck Mm -hmm. off you're a prick (laughs) stop rocking the fucking boat we're all in this Yeah, so, so that's, uh, in a, that's in, why it's so hard way, to let though, go. I think because you know you always bring it back to yourself, and you think, "Well, fuck, I'm screwed about, because of some other fucker." But I made sacrifices. It's about yeah. being the better person, and yeah, you and you have made yeah. sacrifices, and I get that. And it's like it's frustrating because yeah, you're like, "Why should I cripple myself when another person is not doing that?" You know, like why should yeah. I it, like have negative impacts on me when that person doesn't feel it? And I think in a way, the trick is not the trick. The choice you have to make is to be the better person and take on yeah. that weight as a good thing you know as in like yeah okay yeah i wouldn't do that i'm about i'm 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 better or i'm trying what i feel is better for everybody i'm trying to do that and i take pride and energy and and you know all those yeah. things from that i guess but it is it's a big step and it, it, it and it's not yeah. easy um like yeah it's hard um yeah it's just, I, it's just I, yeah it, as as this this whole like this started it's, it just ramps up the severity of like seeing those things you see those things that mm-hmm. you think well at this stage surely everyone gets the point but unfortunately that's just yeah it's not the reality so yeah i mean no. eventually yeah I, I i ignore those people block them don't don't follow their thing don't see their stuff mm-hmm. and that's fine but it's still you know that instant of fuck mm-hmm. that boils my piss it's just mm-hmm. frustrating yeah and i'm sure there's Definitely. a lot of people who, who was going through the same thing when they're seeing other people do the same shit or one of their friends like mm-hmm. oh we're just going to a party mate come on then come come to the party like, well, it doesn't matter fuck covid who cares and it's like well fuck like what can you do that's yeah. the thing like unfortunately the these things no. are <laughs> cementing in your mind and even when you're not actively yeah. reading or looking at these things as they're happening yeah. you're replaying them over and over again in your head and mm. narratives are being formed in your mind about these guys must be assholes they fuck them how they how dare they do this to us and make this whole situation worse but you're spending yeah. your time ultimately processing that all the fucking time and it's yeah. not good for you um so mm. that's what i found found about myself also it's yeah. like i just let feelings run away from me like in the past I haven't actively really tried to stop 
negative emotions. I just let them play yeah. out sometimes when you're just like boiling over or whatever. But uh, I think there is a benefit to processing that and trying to stop uh, beyond the uh, initial impression. This is what uh, is also talked about a lot you have an initial reaction to things and i think that's unavoidable yeah. you something happens to you like some a car comes at you and you can't help but like have a huge rush of adrenaline and feel a certain emotion when that happens it's how you you deal with the thoughts after when you have control again uh to how it affects you beyond that like if you know that you can step in and kind of stop yourself from thinking why did that car just drive at me they must have been driving at a reckless speed i can't believe they didn't see me all those thoughts are mm -hmm. thoughts that you have control over and that you could stop if you wanted to other than you know just <coughs> saying like that was out of my control my actions and thoughts that i have now are the things that i have control over and therefore i can just allow myself to what would saying something do uh, I can ask myself that question. What would me shouting at that person achieve? Is it going to be a benefit or detriment? Then, or is doing nothing about it going to make it any worse? Is another question you can ask as well. well um, yeah, they could go up the road and crash into someone. You're like, oh, fuck, I just quietly kept it to myself. Could, I mean, like, it's, it's hard there, to... There is this downside to that, like, that life, definitely. And, and, I, and I see, like, sometimes I'm, I'm naturally a little bit like that, Trot, in the, like, I'll be like, well... You know, what is me shouting or doing this thing going to actually do to, ch to change that person's behavior? Am I just actually just participating in the same fucking things they're caught up in by engaging? Um, but I think the downside to it is it doesn't make you a naturally very... Um, uh, sometimes people will do things and then in the afterwards you're like, fuck, no, I was totally in the right there, but I naturally just went... Oh, all right, mate. Yeah, sorry. I probably um, don't understand what's going on. I guess in this what? specific you know, it example, it's hard you... to say because you're in a car. Like, you can't say yeah. anything to someone I mean, specific. What I'm trying to say yeah. is... But I know what you mean. As in, if someone was right. kicking a puppy downside, in the there street, are, there, I would there fucking There are upsides and downsides to all thinking. Yeah. Like, this is the problem. Uh, like, there, there is upsides and downsides to all ways of thinking. I think what um, I'm trying to what say you... is... Yeah. As long as you're asking yourself that question and how you choose to respond to it is... Uh, thought of rather than engaging entirely on instinct and emotion don't let the mm. emotion drive you let your reasoned thought drive you like if you choose to say no this is bad and me stepping in and telling that person something is going to benefit and make me feel mm. better and make other people be safer then absolutely like I'm not saying stop that I'm just saying like take a moment to let the initial impression uh cast your judgment on it and then make a reason response uh, often you mm -hmm. don't have time i get it and sometimes you just have to let things play out and you have no control over it but if there are time like that's all it is it's just about training yourself to be a little I bit i think a good example and caught up in the probably wind probably a good way to train train yourself is mm. seeing just just when you scroll through twitter and you see someone write, write something fucking disgusting or racist or whatever like you know that what you say to them won't get through to them so you know mm -hmm. that there's probably no point in saying something, but you fucking want to. But I know what you mean. Like, I, there's plenty of times where I've seen something. Like, oh, I'm gonna fucking say something with this asshole. But like, you just put, leave it, ignore it, don't engage. You know but that's it, what fuels that type of thing. Yeah. And yeah, mm -hmm. does, it won't make me feel better afterwards necessarily. It'll just be like that's fueling a fire. And I, Every, I everything's you mean. A, like it's best just look at it, go fuck, that's disgusting. Yeah. Don't look at it again. It, we're on. not here to change the world. I think what's important is I need to get control of myself first. I don't think yeah. I'm a rationed 
uh, reasonable adult that knows the right thing about everything. So what I want to do before I think that I can influence and change people is to be good myself first. And if I'm in control of my emotions a little bit better, I'm not constantly beating myself up by telling myself how fucking awful everyone else is. Uh, mm-hmm. and being just wrapped up in my own emotions all the fucking time, I feel like I could be a better contribution to society and be a bit more reasoned. That's all I, I only mm-hmm. want to do that thing first. I'm not saying like this is the only thing you should ever do is yeah. stop involving yourself emotionally and everything. All it is is uh, the first thing I want to tackle of myself is getting so wrapped up in emotions and then replaying that same event in my head over and over again and getting angrier mm-hmm. and angrier about the whole thing. Uh, it's just a stepping stone. I'm not saying this is a, a, a fix, <laughs> but it's what yeah, I've been reading yeah. about recently, and it has been helping me. It really does. Like mm-hmm. I get really angry and frustrated a lot of things. Sometimes I just wake up grumpy, <laughs> you know. And anyone it's so that strange. does it's, anything. Uh, sorry, when you say that, it's so strange because I don't know if I've ever really seen you angry. That's in like I internalize 10, it years. all. It's but so it interesting. That I've never seen you blow up or get angry at something. You've kind of just been like very like but, this. Uh, yeah, you've been. You're managing the situation. Like, you're quite measured. I measured externally, like from a, someone yeah. watching me, but the amount of shit that goes on in my brain that I, I just filter and I don't show it is not healthy for me. Like, I think about things that are awful, <laughs> you know, and you replay them yeah. over and over again in your brain and you get anger and anger. And then you make, like, it's a passive, like, subconscious judgment of people. Those things, those actions that have hurt me over time, it's like, when I see you next, I've got all that shit and that vitriol that I've built up mm. in my head, a story that I've created about you that not even true. It's just I've, I've allowed these stories and these emotions to run away from me, and I've built this picture that's untrue about you. So I'm just trying to stop that. Yeah. You know? Is it like uh, the situation where you have like an argument, a hypothetical argument when, with, with the situation that you're, you don't know how to address in real yeah. life? So when you have that hypothetical argument, you always think of the worst possible scenario and you go oh god i wouldn't want to address that because that sounds awful like yeah but until you do address those things sometimes that's all it takes is to talk to somebody or whatever the situation that you're having yeah and, then and that's then more often you're like oh fuck i was overblowing it but like sometimes it's it, it, it's hard to do that but yeah I know what you it mean. really is like it's so hard like i've realized just how i think even just thinking about this and trying to catch mm-hmm. yourself in those moments you realize fuck me i can't believe i'm allowing myself to just like really dig in and like you sometimes yeah. feed off that anger right where it's just like yeah fuck you for driving in my lane mm. you're an asshole i bet they're like this all the fucking time i hope something swerves into them down the road and like i want to see that i'm gonna like catch yeah. up to them a little bit and see if they do anything like you know all that shit plays out in your head and you yeah. just gotta like that's the fucking same that's the same <laughs> facility that allows you to kill people what? Like, as in, it is. If this it is runs away, the, yeah. You're what, talking rage? about the spectrum of the human mind. Just the the willingness and capability to hate, and the feeling of wanting to cause harm to somebody. Like, you know, you've got to remember, yeah. like, thou- we've been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, and for a long period of time, we would kill strangers. We would do all that sort of shit, and and so there are still parts of our mind that are perfectly capable of feeding side of you that makes it socially impossible to, to to hurt people and to do harm and to kill people like i can i can that, see that's how what like, it comes from conditioning perhaps would do that i think there is definitely a barrier between internalizing those thoughts and letting them run away and like just enjoying yeah. like imagining it rather than doing because i think that there's a, a big difference there between mm. thinking about it and like 
if you, if I was to actually see it happen, obviously I'd be like, oh my fucking god, <laughs> I can't believe that happened, and there'd be guilt, like yeah. anger. You no, know, you have an argument with someone, and afterwards mm-hmm. you feel that guilt. It's the same thing, right? Where it's like, oh, I can't believe I actually thought that. That's kind of ugh, a bit gross. It's just spectrums, though, isn't it? it? It's all, it's all, it's all spectrums. It, like it's a scale. Like yes, day to day, the anger and and dislike and those feelings that you feel for a person that, like you say, road rage scenarios and things like yeah. that. I think that's yeah, the easiest they to relate all, they to. They aren't right? the actions that make you want to hurt somebody, but you know, it's part of the spectrum to make me of feel that better. Jur- journey towards the capability to to, to do things. Like, um, I guess I've never me, I've never had evidence of that myself. I don't think I've ever run away with those thoughts and acted upon them personally. No, I'm I'm not saying you will. I'm, I'm saying that like that that is part of the the facility in the mind to allow you to be capable of those things. If you know, if you took it took it down to to its purest form the, the the same could be saved for like love and empathy and care and the, in the opposite direction like the, they are concepts that we need to be familiar with i think for me like um this year has actually more been about becoming more emotional for me personally um okay. and trying to be more happy and um uh, grateful and you know all those sort of things that have helped a lot like um appreciating the little things appreciating are you actively trying to do that like i should be happy right are you thinking that yeah yourself? I, should, I, I think for a long time i didn't really embrace my emotions or want to deal with them because they haven't been particularly useful to me in the past and 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 like you know i felt that just stopping that and blocking those things out and stuff and not tackling those problems and those feelings was a useful rational thing to do and and it has been i mean like i still think it's true that the less you have to deal with powerful emotions the more efficient and effective you can be within our western modern world like i i still think that is capable because it just means you're less likely to fall victim to crippling stress, crippling mental health problems if you're more mentally resilient. And I feel that being mentally resilient, part of the the main techniques for that are blocking out emotions the same way that you would condition a soldier to not feel so much about killing people, the same way you would condition as a doctor or a nurse yeah. that seeing a person, people die every day. But disengaging with those feelings, it can help. However it does also strip you of the other end of the spectrum. Yes, it allows you to become more capable of um, dealing with stress and, and, and bad things, but it also makes, I think, in my experience, the person, the feeling of enjoying things and liking things and loving things and, you know, all those feelings also go out the door if you, if you narrow yeah. that, that you hole just got for be emotions a, to go through. Just so, good... yeah, by, by becoming more vulnerable and becoming more appreciative and happy and uh, of the things around you the simple things in your life that are actually okay then mm-hmm. it, it builds that platform like i said we were saying earlier about that journey to um better mental health and also just you just eventually stop feeling so fucking bad because your mind is learning that things aren't so fucking bad and and, and just just by because a lot of the times you pick up this ambient shit you know this ambient feeling around you from your exact surroundings from the things you see the things you read the things you hear you pick up a lot of noise and i think yeah largely 
that then has this negative feeling, this heavy blanket over your mind, over your psyche and the way you perceive things that makes things worse. And so if you can take that blanket off, make that ambience quiet down and, and, and start to pull the good things from your life and make those louder, mm. they will eventually help your mind feel as though you you're are, are on better. the basically on the same lines as what I've been reading about. Ultimately, you're yeah. just considering your actions a bit more and realizing that I'm dipping more into like detachment than I am attachment. And I'm realizing mm -hmm. that I need to balance it a bit more. That's like, I think if everything boils down to like an X, Y coordinate, right. Um, and stoicism is very yeah. similar. It's like, you just so. need to reach that middle point every time. It's like, as much as we're talking about anger and shit like that, the other is true where you can be blinded by love and like a affection and stuff like that where you mm. again you're running away with your feelings and making thoughts and opinions about things because you you're over the moon about something and you've got to bring that back to reality a little bit to be like you can be manipulated by that as much as you can anger um so yeah it's, it's all about having enough of both things <laughs> and being mm -hmm. a reasoned good person that's you know responsible and a contribution to, to everyone else around you in a good way uh, and not let any of it get to you too much that's, that's mm. ultimately all it's about and it, it takes work yeah. like no one really wants to yeah. it'd rather be told <laughs> how mm. to live and act a lot easier and uh, it's a lot easier to let your emotions run away with you because it feels good but um, for me I've realized that I've let them run away for too long and I think I've slowly become more and more jaded <laughs> and negative over the years and something mm -hmm. needs to be done about it. Otherwise, I'm just not happy all the time. My base medium happiness is lower than it could be, I think. I'm recognizing that now and doing something about it, which I think is a good mm -hmm. thing. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. I, I, it's nice to work on yourself and, and to feel hopefully like you're progressing in the right direction even if sometimes the world outside doesn't feel like it is <laughs> yeah i guess I, um yeah um yeah but you know hopefully this helps somebody <laughs> who knows just have be a bit reflective nothing wrong with being a bit reflective on like how have i been recently and am i happy and if not yeah is there something i can do about it uh do i want to am i ready yet fuck at least you're thinking about it that's all that matters um, yeah, it's part if we of it, can't control it? this fucking horrible shit that's going on, out, you can't control uh, COVID unless you're a scientist uh, or mm -hmm. an NHS worker actually delivering a vaccine or in the army mm -hmm. helping. Uh, if you can't do any of those things physically, you're not in that field, um, then maybe just try and be a better person for yourself. Um, that that yeah, could be something exactly. you can work on. Just for you. Like, if anything else. <laughs> Just if you're stuck selfish. with yourself like it's, it's about <laughs> be um, selfish be a good person <laughs> well yeah uh, ultimately As in, like, that's essentially it isn't it like that was what we're saying like to a point and, if you if you're, yourself, if you're not good within yourself you're not gonna be very good for other people um like rupaul says like rupaul you, says if you can't if you love, love yourself, yourself how the hell are you gonna love anyone else it's <laughs> a good point it's a great point uh but also like the the holiday analogy where it's like oh, just get away from it all just go on holiday and like, all your stresses and stuff will go away it's like no i still have to go on holiday with me <laughs> so yeah. I had, you have to fix that first um so yeah uh, well that that turned into a therapy easy jet doesn't charge you for that package no, they don't. <laughs> okay. nice. They could, though. Nice. Like, they how could. depressed That's are you? They, they, they would try if they could. Ooh, if they were so able to, it's like you're going to really benefit from this holiday with your mental health. We're actually going to have to charge you for the extra bits of mental yeah, health. This is really uh, going yeah. to rejuvenate you. 
Here's our rejuvenation yeah, package. <laughs> that guy at the back, he's not very miserable at all. So this is only going to bump his happiness by like 10, 15 percent. So yeah. if that's actually below the taxable feeling rate. Right. Yeah. Extra and thanks for all that data luggage, you've given mate. social Sorry. media. We know exactly how you're feeling right now. So we can charge I mean, accordingly. Legit. What an interesting yeah. industry that would be, the feeling. Well, because also, I think going into more sort of future tech kind of hopes and dreams again here, I honestly think that we could get to the point where we have like a pacemaker that can help control our mood. Um, because, yeah. I mean, this is based on current Biotech, theories of like, what... Yeah, like 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 yeah. a chip that sits on your brain that goes, oh, he's not producing enough of this serotonin or he's not producing enough of this particular hormone more. to feel stable. Yeah. Um, because like, I mean, this is based Neuralink. on the prevailing idea that depression and anxiety and things like that are largely caused by a lack of a certain neurotransmitter or neuroreceptor within the brain. Uh, that's basically based on that. But yeah, the idea that we could, because I think a lot of the time it's it's physiology and it's your biology and your genetics, which maybe give you a shit brain setup, a, a shit biochemistry setup, you know, like, because right. some people are more resilient and some people are less resilient to mental stress so if you could give everyone this baseline then it really is all about just that think your thinking and how it works and things i mean you could argue that yes there is an effect on the brain physiologically from just doing therapy but i think this would help a lot of people those who are truly like really crippled because there is a there is a spectrum of mental health as well you know like you can have one person that feels low and shit and unmotivated and then you can have a person who's in physical pain because of their mental health problems yeah. you know so like yeah it'd be great to get to that position where we can all have our um sort of top imagine up, if, yeah that'd be amazing because if a doctor could just load up your 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 setup on their phone your or something bio. okay well let's, let's just yeah. plug into see yeah okay oh, right, so he's, cool. he's uh, a bit low or whatever like that'd be yeah fucking amazing there is the dystopic I, I, part of the future of medicine not not yeah, necessarily yeah. chips because i mean the, the future again after that would be you wouldn't need a chip in your brain there'd be some form of scanner that could tell that and then influence it wirelessly would be the next sort of you know step i um, think it should be um with healthcare professionals like nhs it should be them that choose to do it because there is that yeah. dystopic thing of like private companies being charging mm. for happiness and mm. also influence on like we're gonna make you like our yeah. product a little better yeah <laughs> you know mo yeah modify <laughs> your heart so it beats the optimum speed at this time or whatever and yeah maybe fucking gonna make you have a, uh, a huge erection every time you, you go on facebook yeah Woo! <laughs> jesus they fucked me oh my god i've got an instant erection from facebook <laughs> specifically it. weird it's every time on facebook i should stay i need to keep facebook open for this one love if you don't mind <laughs> Yeah. It's the only way I can okay. keep up. Oh, the portal needs to see. Add for a, a, a steamer, a vegetable steamer. Interesting. Wow, I've got an erection. Um, <laughs> Shall yeah, we? Uh, have you guys seen the film Gattaca? Yes. yes. Oh, yes, I, have, yeah. I, I watched it ages ago, but it's like, as somebody said, this is similar. Like, yeah. I mean, in a way, it's also a bit like... Um, What's the one with uh, the gun cutter in it? They also have like oh, emotion control by medicine. Equilibrium. Yeah. I think yeah. those equilibrium. are those are kind of, yeah equilibrium. Those are examples of 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 um, where it could go wrong. I think there is a lot. Emotion of is not allowed. It's we, illegal. Yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, because I, I mean, like I've, I've been on antidepressants before, and they have some huge downsides. But one of the things they do allow you to do is to. Um, like create a baseline or like a stepping stone it's like a for you to reset isn't to, it? To, to work on <clears throat> yeah like like it, it just stops like the rolling horrible like just complete feelings of like anxiety and dread that just like 
pulse through you it stops mm. that so you can then like build upon that shelf that's um, down to you though right so that that bit. exactly like there, there is there is elements of this and like i know it's really really hard when you have anxiety and when you have depression to like kick out of it and and it's it's not a good thing to say but ultimately like it'll it may may go one of two ways in the end you will either get better or you will not and and cho choosing to just fucking rage against the misery and the feelings of horror and death that you feel every day is one of the steps oh, to, to, yeah. to achieving that because you know it depends like, it, on the individual that choice can be for, for, extremely hard like insurmountably uh, uh, totally hard. totally and yeah. like we cannot underpit under under appreciate how like the strength of will that's required for that and and you know uh, the yeah. social surrounding like it is obviously hugely 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 complicated but like something before i took antidepressants i was like oh man this is going to just solve my problems or this is going to make me feel good like you know as in like i can't wait to feel like good again you know like happy and and it doesn't do that. It just sort of takes away most of the shit, the ambient shit. Takes the edge off, yeah. Hurting you and makes you go like, right, okay, I finally got a little bit of peace. Again, that's Let's dependent on the, the tablet you take, I guess. why I'm like this. Yeah. I imagine there's different but, like, results. It is, it is important to remember to like, it's a fucking slog. And some people, I think, do have a disadvantage. Just like people who are better looking statistically get better jobs you know like, i, like I have it tough though like being this good looking, good looking comes with its own downsides because yeah, there's a exactly. lot of expectancy yeah. to just be just uh, yeah. best at everything and i'm like i can't keep accepting all these healthcare products yeah. from these massive mm -hmm. companies because it's not fair on the other brands <laughs> is it mm -hmm. uh so yeah i get what you mean I know. entirely in that yeah. respect but I, uh, I i think it is worth ex accepting sometimes that yeah, some people don't have to deal with mental health as much as others, and fucking lucky yeah. them. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, like I think there is physiological difference. I honestly do. Like, I think that that's and that's something that we we you all dealt need to a bad hands. You roll bad stats. Yeah, uh. exactly. And and it's gonna to make the life you want. It's gonna be really hard, and sometimes harder than other people's. I guess that's fucking horrible and a bitch to re to to deal with. But like. Actions and Fuck. thoughts, everybody. Only thing you can yeah. control. Uh, I recommend that mm -hmm. if you're struggling, just to remind yourself that there's so much more that's out of your control that is actually affecting you on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, and if mm. you just separate those two things a little bit and realize that I can be angry at this all the time or I can choose to take control of what I think and how I act, you might feel mm -hmm. a little better for it. Um, it might work for you. It worked for me. I, I don't know. I'm not a therapist or anything. Uh, mm -hmm. But also, I think, I think with with a lot of mental like uh, like CBT kind of style processes, like you're talking about, and like you know with meditation as well, um, mindful meditation, it's something that takes like a couple of months to take to actually start having a change to have an effect. So if it doesn't do it for you the first couple times, just keep trying. And yeah. and one you've you've been living with this for years. <laughs> it's been deeply ingrained mm -hmm. for a long time. It's not going to go away. Much like working out. It fucking sucks <laughs> to begin <laughs> with. And it changes the mindset when you realize that, oh, fuck, no, I'm actually getting fitter. <laughs> it feels good. It takes a while for that mm. good feelings to actually come in. So oh, yeah, you've got to, you got to stick with of, it. The months of wanting to throw up every time you do exercise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Well, anyway, uh, any funny news to round us off? 
there's a couple. Um, there's a few. There's some. There's some involve aliens, which is a, a great topic we've started to adopt oh, here at Hatch Hat. Yeah. Uh, UFOs yeah, and aliens, of course. Yes. Um, which one? Is that one you found, Smith? No, I found it's about this the 2019. One. Like, well, well, talk about the talk about the UFO situation first, because you, you have some information update, you want to share about that. that. Let's, let's get a UFO update over to Alex Smith for the update. There's something going on in the skies above our planet. Uh, we're not entirely sure. I'm not. There's willing a sky to say outside our planet. Big there's news. There's a sky above us. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I mean, my take on it is there's something going on, stuff going on up there using some form of technology, advanced to be it or I, more advanced than ours by the looks of things. Uh, where that's coming from, I wouldn't be able to say. Um, you know, I'm not going to say it's aliens from another planet. I'm not going to say it's not another government or another country with with a technology that alien others haven't found yet. I heard the word aliens, and I'm sticking. Um, I'm I'm thinking about aliens now. I want that to be true, so I'm going to stick with that. I think it's aliens. It's it's just as exciting. But the things that people have, so in 2019, another U.S. Navy pilot or team of pilots saw more crazy shit in the sea and like so more shit coming out of the sea a triangle to be specific a bit like the chocolate triangle from quality street so it's got a ra- oh, yeah. round favorite or like my favorite or like a pool a pool triangle <laughs> a snooker triangle you know they know how to win us over don't they so round big what rounded scale corners. are we thinking yeah i'm not sure actually they didn't mention in what i was reading the size of it but um at least the same size as a jet um or thereabouts um and it came up out of the sea which like loads of the fucking same reports from other military pilots other aviation people other people on ships and boats people from all walks of life um have seen shit come out of the sea with these bright lights and then go off up into the sky now first of all even with existing technology, that's hard. You know, we, we don't have many submarine planes for a reason. Um, <laughs> yeah. Put it that way. Um, and, and so that in, in itself is exciting and interesting. change density alone, yeah, going from so sea this to thing, air. The thing that they always, well, currently talking about the last few years have been very hype is trans-medium um, transportation. So that one of the three videos released a couple of years back um, showed, I think, off the coast of South America, some small drone-like object go from the sea up into the sky, fly around a bit, and then back into the sea again. And at no point did speed or resistance seem to change. So, for example, you know, yeah. going through the sea and going through the air, there was no change in speed. It wasn't like it hit the sea. It simply cut into the sea, came out, cut into the air with no... Now... now the kind of things that could make this possible are things like space and time and, and gravity distortion, you know, like changing, like how, how would something ignore the qualities of matter, essentially? Uh, this is the, a different one. This is, but this is from the, um, oh, such high quality. Uh, sure, this yeah. is from the, uh, one of Is this the Tic Tac or is this something else? This is a Tic Tac. No, this we is, spoke this about is the Tic Tacs in the previous podcast. This is one of three they've released. Oh, is this a Tic Tac? Okay. Is this part of the, is it all the videos together? think so it's but five, yeah anyway one, one in minute. 2019 um another pilot saw something they took a very clear photo which was then attached to um a, a report that went round the unidentified aerial phenomenon department of the pentagon um which is a, a department that works on working out what the fuck pilots are seeing when they see things they don't necessarily believe there are aliens they don't anything like that they're just looking at like weather balloons and and satellites and like things that are falling through the sky or in the sky um but like, I'm actually more impressed with the tracking technology they use. It's insane. Um, the the oh, pilots have. 
because yeah um it's that higher be very res than this in after the, the, the originals are higher res than this and this is also i think a slightly older uh piece of uh, camera tech as well so because some of these some of the ones that got released for for like from like 2014 so if you can imagine the yeah. advancements in cutting edge military camera technology in eight years just looking at the consumer yeah. market uh, you can imagine how much better it would be oh this is it yeah. uh, mm, is it no mm, so might we've be this got one. shot above the sea i think and we're now seeing a, a an object just cleanly you can glide see him trying to track screen. it yeah he's and holding down a button to do like the, the, um, there that there they go. so then you like got a lock on and then the fucking the How speed of it is ridiculous. Does it track that? That's so impressive. That technology is what, like it's a white dot on a black background. No, I mean like yeah. I, I well, mean, yeah, it's in a jet though. But the, uh, like, that speed though. Yeah, it's on a gimbal. Um, super it's impressive. On a, it's on a gimbal. I mean, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it's insane. It's an incredible technology that's really quite amazing. Um, We're just more impressed by the camera. I really want to get the camera now. Um, we'll so work the, on that there's, oh, oh, I do. There's some awesome. I, I regularly consider buying. Um, well, not buying, but regularly look at like fucking thermal uh, cameras for like fucking military. You know, Milsim, Airsoft, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You can get slightly cheaper ones now, but like the the ones that are really Imagine, good are still quite yeah. expensive. Of course. Um, yeah. Uh, the yeah, military like, grade. Uh, yeah. Th they saw this same um, behavior of trans material, tra tra transportation or whatever, coming up into the sky, disappearing, and it goes around. And anyway, what's happened now is there was a funding bill. I still don't know if it's been approved or not, but the funding bill that was largely about giving Americans um, money to help with COVID um, like financial impact, um, within that, was um, another subsection that basically asked the Pentagon to prepare a report on its stance and its uh, understanding of what they're seeing largely with these unidentified um, aerial phenomena, um, which should be out, it says, within 180 days. So sometime later this year. Well, wow. um, Now, I mean, obviously that's exciting because they might release like even more crazy footage and might, it, it really will <coughs> depend which way they want to steer the public um, in terms of, what it is what they want people to think it is you know all that sort of shit but it could yeah. be that we get a load of really interesting more information about new technology and things personally i don't think we will because if it is foreign technology or advanced american technology that they're not telling their pilots about you don't want that in the public sphere you know like the blackbird the famously the blackbird spy plane operated and i think mm -hmm from the 60s until the 90s without anyone knowing about it um and that's because it could fly over countries at like mac 2 mac 3 outrun all of their um missile defenses so they would regularly outrun um missile defenses in these jets so what they would do they'd be flying along at fucking i don't know 50,000 70,000 feet really really high up and they would see like oh yeah somebody's launched a missile at us all right let's just accelerate and they just fucking put the throttle on and Damn. before they know it they're in three continents away um so like the the advantage of having and keeping that technology secret is huge obviously so for mm -hmm. me i don't know what they're going to release in, and and also the alternative is if it's not government technology that an enemy or we have then it'll either be alien which you know telling people that there are aliens coming to the world is quite a, a big step in terms of our view of ourselves and our our world um like you know we're just actually just we can barely handle yeah, elections that important guys and, and it's, um, it's important to say that people like brian cox still believe that we may be the only planet in our uni in our galaxy with life on it like people as right. you know em eminent as as him who you know have studied this their whole life um, in our galaxy and yeah. are very 
within our gap but then our galaxy is gigantic trot like yeah our galaxy, it's, it's enormous know, um the other other it's pretty big. theory <laughs> is is trans a transdimensional or multi-dimensional so um it may be us or someone like us from an alternative reality that has come here with a different history, a different um, reality in general. The rules might be different there. You know, physics might not work the same. All these kind of like really crazy concepts that science I believe is just sort of that starting one. to play with. I think, I think it's yeah. this, a multidimensional being of an alternative dimension to Earth where, mm-hmm. and I hold on to this, like just stay with me for a second. Quality Holy. Street, right? Okay, so the triangle okay. was a big deal back in the day. Mm-hmm. Alternative future, like Fallout New Vegas kind of thing, where technology is still retro. Uh, Quality Street actually become a mega corporation, yeah. and mm-hmm. they actually do invest in the army and stuff like that. But the triangle mm-hmm. is still a big staple, so they start working on experimental tech. Uh, NASA mm-hmm. doesn't even exist. It's quality tech, quality space. Uh, yeah, it's it not quality street quality anymore. Streets, it's quality, yeah. quality highway, then quality yeah. city, then quality country, yeah. quality united, quality world, galactic, now quality mm-hmm, space. Mm-hmm. And their triangle yes. has finally bridged the dimensional yeah. gap. And that hazelnut truffly goodness is bridging all the dimensions together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why they put that on a dollar really bill. Good. And that's why they put on... And the, the, yeah. That's them fucking coming through. <laughs> they see all. It's the quality street triangle. It's as triangle. good as theory as any, Trot. It. Honestly, it's like yeah. it's like the um the old the old thing about um there's a toaster orbiting the planet that we can't see, but I believe in it. You know, it like as in the whole like <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. religion yeah. thing. And if you can't like, disprove well. it, it's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like what's yeah, this? So, I mean, Trot, Trot, you like, put a, infinite universe. An article here that says aliens struck a deal like with that. Donald Trump. What's that? <laughs> Aliens have not stuck a deal with Donald Trump. I, I think if anything, right, <laughs> if anything at all, either disproves, it, it proves one of two things. It either proves that aliens don't exist and, you know, you know, no, no one is here to contact our, our, Donald, our presidents and things like that. No one's here. Oh, well, or because he's that not said indeed, which I think is a, is a much more likely scenario, is things like this are not handled by the president. I think that, like, with the risk They're of going by like, aliens, with this it shit. It's said in this so, article. No, civil servants. So there are there are tons of civil servants in all levels of most governments in the world, and they would be perfectly capable of running long term. You know, we're talking fifty years like long um, sort of documentations of things like this, and not giving it to every president that comes in and leaves every eight years. All right, because like yeah. these, these kind of things could because I mean obviously Roswell and all this other shit happened like. Um, in the 50s, I think Roswell was. Yeah. So, like, yes. again, not saying any of this is real. I'm just saying um, that, like, this like apply theory... what we know, rational ideas to what what we've yeah. been given, uh, and see what you can do with it. Again, like, quality I, part, part science. Of my love for this and interest of this comes from my love of sci-fi, my want for there to be more out there that we do not know, my want for there to be more frontiers that we haven't yet crossed. You know, like this is all coming from a place that i want to be real so of course you can you can take it tongue-in-cheek you can take it however you like like personally i think that there is enough accounts now and enough people in professional trusting um positions that you can sort of go well something's happening something is happening i don't know what it is i'd love to know because you know technology is cool and interesting <laughs> this story is um, literally just uh one paragraph by the way i know it's literally I one paragraph that... that just says yeah it goes it on says to the say the head of Israel's space gone. I saw that. Like after that, um, yeah. 
sentence, essentially, it was like the, the former Israeli something. It says, mother has to tattoo one of the twins to tell them apart. And I'm like, how's this time with the alien thing? That's the second story. A woman who's struggling like, to tell her twins apart. Oh, what, they tattooed one of the twins? <laughs> yes, yeah, so much. She was, like, had got a tattoo of a twin. And I'm like, well, if she can't tell them apart, what gets a tattoo? Does it have like a, ske- like a graph of like, like yeah. m- distinguishing Eyes are further marks. apart. Like, look. <laughs> Put Just look at his eyes. Look at the creepy one's eyes. <laughs> it probably is written by a bot, actually. You're right. That article is probably... Oh, my God. A, a... The reason... The reason it was was because one of the sons was born with a condition that requires him to be injected once a week. Uh, so the mother decided to tattoo him so he could be uh, make sure that was the right baby. Inject so here. So she took um, the step after her partner's mother accidentally injected the wrong baby. Oh, my oh. God. Fucking oh hell. my god! Well, well, just, I mean, why tattoo them when you can just get like a dry marker and just put a cross on one of the head yeah. of the one that you need to vaccinate? This one. I've marked yeah. it. Wait, hold on. Did I put a cross on the one I do need to vaccinate or not? Don't need ah, to vaccinate. Shit. Um, Let's write some more on the head. Hell. You want do some more insulin, don't you? See which one reacts. God. <laughs> well. Come on, baby David. Yeah. Want some insulin? <laughs> if you're a twin and you have been tattooed because your mum can't tell you apart. Uh, write in to uh, hatchat at hat-films.com also if you have a really good fingal much like Mm -hmm. Big Tony did for this one then also send it to the same email and I also want to give a big thanks to our Patreon supporters who ultimately thanks to non-sponsorship so far uh, keeping this uh, hatchat alive it's allowing us to continue to say yes this is worth us doing every couple of weeks instead of streaming instead of uh, doing a video again patreon.com slash hatfilms thanks to all of you you are credited at the end of our YouTube video so if you want to see our faces and the articles I don't know why you would but uh, there is a hatchat podcast just uh, search for that on YouTube you should come up with our channel um, and yeah, enjoy. Uh, you credit your credit at the end of that video. So Indeed. here we go uh, to end our first hat chat of 2021. Any final ah. single words or summaries that you'd like to leave? All I would say is, with? if anyone has any other funny stories they they see and and they want us to talk about, feel free to send it to the same email um, or yes. other topics they want us to cover because it's always useful and always um, great to Help spark us off some ideas. Stuff. So yeah, it's only us. Feel free to use know. that email gathering this stuff so often just ross finding funny news so help him out send an email across uh, yeah. if it's funny um and try if, if you're looking for some last words before the end of this podcast yes. you know started with david bowie and i think we can end with it you know what does Trot, he there's say there's a star man waiting in the sky and he'd like to come and meet us all right <laughs> yes he but would. he thinks he'll blow our mind you know there's a lot of truth to that there's a david bowie was ahead of his time so he we'll leave was. you with that thought maybe uh, he is that star man today holy shit my God. Anyway, we'll leave you with that. And Big Tony, as he plays us out, goodbye. <laughs> Big Tony. Bye.